Thank you, and welcome to Ask BBB. Ask BBB provides information about activities of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. Accredited businesses give consumers trusted information that helps in choosing products and services. And business owners and managers share insights that can benefit other business operators to conduct their business with trust and integrity. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. We are just days away from Valentine's Day. So today, we'll talk to a florist and a jeweler to get some tips that will help make it a special day. And we can't have a discussion about romance without mentioning the romance scams that continue to operate on the Internet, taking thousands of dollars from victims. So, we'll revisit some romance scams. We'll review how they operate and how to recognize when a suitor is actually a looter. That's later in the program. Right now, we turn to the stories of love that have a happy ending and things that you can do on Valentine's Day to make romance stay alive. We welcome Mary Dan, owner of Spring Hill Flowers, to Ask BBB. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me. Here we are just a few days before Valentine's Day. And we think we are planning ahead by talking about it. How far ahead does planning start for florists? Well, our planning starts a little further ahead than perhaps our clients. Um, Planning for Valentine's Day would typically for us start right after Christmas. So when we're tired and we don't want to think about (laughs) Valentine's, we are forced to and our orders need to be completed probably around the 5th of January and into our wholesalers so we can reserve you know, the best that we can for our clients. Are roses the most popular choice for Valentine's Day? That That is a very traditional, what we would expect everybody to, you know, want the red roses. And gentlemen, when they come into the store, they think that's what they should buy. But as the years have gone on, that trend has really decreased. We're finding that people are opting for spring flowers and things that are just a wee bit different. We specialize in different botanicals. That's what we do. And we've noticed that significantly, that it's changed and that that people are much more, well, let's say the Internet has provided our clients with pictures of very interesting and new different florals that you see on Instagram, like ranunculus like very full, voluptuous garden roses, like David Austin garden roses. So we have a little more of an educated consumer. And having said that, um, maybe maybe the the gentlemen have listened and they're looking for those little different things for for their their sweethearts. You mentioned Internet and and some of the impact. So can you just expand on that and the changes that uh, the Internet and and the ability of – uh, people to go online and do research, mm-hmm. the, the impact that that's had on, on the floral business. It's been good and it's been bad. Good for us because we're able to to utilize, you know, our website, um, social media to forefront the best that we can offer and what we can do for our clients. On the other hand, when people are searching online for floors to send flowers to or through, um, they get caught up in perhaps – not choosing a, what we call in our industry a bricks-and-mortar florist. So I, I being a florist with a bricks-and-mortar shop, have a, a website that people can visit so that they know that that's, they're ordering from that place, not what we deem an order gatherer. Um, and and I'm, I'm, I'm putting for the, the people at home, 
air quotations up, an order gatherer. So they they sort of are out there to grab the orders from the clients and they they feed them back through a wire services and charge higher fees um, against the arrangements. And so the consumer thinks they're going to they they get this 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 arrangement that they've ordered online. It always doesn't come out the other end the way they visualize. So we always recommend that when somebody's searching online, that they actually are visiting a website that is actually owned by said flower shop. So they know exactly what they're getting into. So choose a local florist. Absolutely. And we always, of course, recommend that uh, that florist have the BBB seal. And, Which is and, a great uh, idea. So search the uh, BBB directory and find that florist. Yes. So if you're not the type of person who's going to bring in something they found on the internet ahead, can can you walk in and do the florists do the arrangements ahead of time? So if I walked in, I could walk out with something right then and there? Absolutely. We have all the bases covered for those people that might not have thought that far ahead, <laughs> um, <laughs> especially at 4 o'clock on Valentine's Day when they're lined up. Um, we have – we and I know this is probably industry standard, but we have a lot ready for people to grab at many different price points and styles and um, arrangements so that the client can come in and there's – we've got one of everything for them to choose from. Well, we know you're going to be busy, busy at Valentine's yes, Day. Yes, Mother's Day is another one. Yes. And, it, and we know that you do weddings and funerals. But have trends changed? Are people developing – uh, more of a habit of of flowers, or has anything changed in that direction? I, you know, not really. Flowers still fit um, fit the the bill, if you will, for that occasion that you have mentioned, Jim. I think over the years, people have gravitated, you know, to go to mass mass merchandisers that have flowers available. And we in the industry noticed that people would, you know, maybe head to those, you know, larger box mass merchandisers to grab their flowers, so to speak, on the way home. But what I'm feeling now that people are sort of coming back to their local flower shop because of the level of service and the high level of quality that and attention to detail that we give our clients. It's just a, it's just a better, well-rounded product in the end. Well, Mary, we want to thank you very much for taking time to visit with us here this morning. And uh, we hope that you can keep up with everything that uh, happens as Valentine's Day approaches. So do I. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Our guest this morning has been Mary Dan, who is the owner of Spring Hill Flowers at 1140 Sunningdale Road East in London. And you're listening to Ask BBB. Um, You'll find Spring Hill Flowers when you visit the BBB directory and search flowers. Spring Hill Flowers is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. We'll be back with more suggestions for Valentine's Day right after this short break. Welcome back to Ask BBB, a weekly program produced by the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. As we continue on the topic of Valentine's and ideas for gifting, jewelry definitely comes to mind. We're pleased to welcome Loretta Gordon-Bach, owner of Gordon's Gold to Ask BBB. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Linda and Jim. First, congratulations. Gordon's Gold has celebrated 35 years of business in 2018. Congratulations for that. And can you give us then a little history of Gordon's Gold? Most certainly. You know, uh, my 
parents actually started the business, and they started in their home back in the early 1980s. And uh, they actually, you know, had a very successful uh, business working out of markets and fairs. And it was one late evening that um, there was a gentleman that came to the home, as they often did, and he, you know, was there for an anniversary gift. And uh, after he left, I remember that evening, my mom saying, we need to open a store. So that was the very beginnings of Gordon School Jewelers, which was quite remarkable. You know, as history goes, uh, the first store was opened in Oak Ridge Mall at the corner of Oxford Street and Hyde Park Road. Mm. And um, we are actually still on that same property. As you know, Oak Ridge Mall has been reformatted into new building outlay. And so we are now sitting at uh, 760 Hyde Park Road on the same property. And that happened, that new building, in 2004. And, uh, you know, it's been my husband, Dwayne Bach, and myself who have been uh, running the business very successfully as we've watched it grow uh, tremendously over the years. And, of course, um, we have been able to build on the shoulders of uh, my my parents, the, the shoulders of that founding business from many, many years ago, which is quite remarkable. And we have amazing staff at our store. So, uh, you know, it's the people behind the counter that really make a success. Flowers, chocolates, and jewelry are traditional Valentine's gifts. Jewelry, though, takes a little more thought and perhaps a little more money. Uh, What are some gift ideas for people thinking about jewelry for Valentine's Day? So Gordon's has quite an array of jewelry choices. Uh, You know, we have items in our store for Valentine's Day that uh, meet everybody's budget. So we have items starting at uh, very reasonable prices like Alex and Ani, which is a very collectible item of jewelry that is often asked for for Valentine's. Uh, We have engravable pendants, uh, items that can be engraved with a very special love message for Valentine's Day. Uh, We have Ponte Vecchio, an Italian brand of jewelry that uh, features love locks and 14 karat gold and 18 karat gold. Uh, we have uh, diamond heart pendants from the Joy Collection, which is really a remarkable gift. Uh, all the way through to hearts on fire diamonds and earrings and necklaces. Uh, we have Tukori fashions, which are remarkable um, and have uh, increased, you know, um, the collectability of that Takori bride because a lot of people um, own a Takori engagement ring. So when Takori uh, started their fashions, so they have uh, beautiful colors and gemstones to support their fashions. And, uh, you know, of course, all the wonderful engagement rings. Well, speaking of that, Valentine's Day is all about romance, whether it's on Valentine's Day or later. Uh, that can lead to an engagement diamond, as you mentioned. Um, how do you help couples choose a diamond and, and its setting and so on? There's a lot that goes into that, Jim. We have usually many consultations with uh, either the couple or the groom on his own. And uh, when, you know, this happens, we, you know, it's a, it's a journey of discovery. So, mm. um 
you know, we have to discover their desires. You know, what do they want in uh, that piece of jewelry, you know, as an engagement ring, especially, um, you know, it's going to be something she's going to wear on her hand for the rest of her life. And uh, there's a lot that goes into selecting the diamond because, of course, we have many factors surrounding that diamond, uh, such as clarity and color and carat weight and, and cut, which is the most important. So there's lots of choices. Uh, what are some of them? So really, there's so many so many designs. Um, right now, the, the designs in the rings um, is going to be the base or that frame that the diamond is going to set in. And so, of course, you can go from something very classic, uh, something very... Um, you know, sophisticated to something that is very, very ornate and um, a lot of details and embellishments. So, you know, that's going to be geared to the specific desires of the of the bride. And then, of course, there's the shape of a diamond. So outlining the basic shape of the diamond is going to be remarkable because, of course, you know, round is going to be the most commonly chosen shape. Uh, but from there, we have elongated shapes like emerald cuts and marquees and ovals and pears. I'm beginning to understand why you have several consultations before that choice is made. Uh, as you mentioned, diamonds vary in quality, uh, and sometimes only a gemologist can actually detect if there's any flaws that might determine the value. So trust is a pretty big factor when it comes to dealing with a diamond and with a jeweler. Uh, so it prompts me to ask, how, how important is, is BBB accreditation when it comes to thinking of jewelry? So trust is the most important um, aspect in the jewelry business because we are working with high commodities. And I want to say that um, when, you know, it comes to uh, an item of value and an item of, of sentiment, um, there's there's nothing more than being able to come into our store with BBB accreditation. And, you know, for our longtime customers, they they know us and they trust us. But for that new person walking in our door, uh, they look for that BB accreditation. And, you know, it really relays the message of trust. That's very important. When we look at your website, we see we find recipes as well. Yes. So, you know, jewelry is a passion. And, of course, it uh, speaks to a passionate relationship between a loving couple and, uh, you know, life celebrations. And so what um, do you do when you are going to probably have a celebration? You're going to make a uh, you're going to make an, uh, a reservation at a restaurant. Uh, you're going to have family gathering in your home. And so, you know, it's it's funny. You can come onto our website and read our blogs and you're going to be seeing into our kitchen because <laughs> it is also one of our passions. My husband, he has two great passions. Number one is our business. And number two is what he's going to prepare in the kitchen. So we love to let people into our lives because they allow us into their lives. And it's just kind of uh, remarkable how well uh, recipes pair with celebrations of jewelry. And you'll find those at gordonsgold.ca. Loretta, thank you very much for sharing time with us uh, this morning and happy Valentine's Day when it comes up. <laughs> thank you very much, Jim. Thank you very much, Linda.
You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Loretta Gordon-Bach, who is the owner of Gordon's Gold at 760 Hyde Park Road in Oak Ridge Centre, and online at www.gordonsgold.ca. Gordon's Gold is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. When we return, saying scram to a romance scam. And welcome back again to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda, we talked about romance scams earlier in the year, but uh, we looked at scams that continue to be a problem. Yes, and since the problem persists and because Valentine's is around the corner, it's a good time to remind people that although you might find real romance online, you need to be aware that you are being targeted by more than just Cupid's arrow. According to one report, romance scams have cost Canadians an estimated $17 million. There have been a couple of these scams reported in the media recently in Ontario. CTV reported one scam in a town west of Toronto that cost the victim $140,000, and another in Peterborough where the woman was taken for $187,000. Wow, Linda. So when these scams happen, they have a really heavy impact on the victims. And there are likely others out there that haven't even been reported. The scammers are very persuasive. In the cases we're talking about, the scam was all done online or over the phone. The victims never met their scammers face-to-face. So what should people be aware of so that they don't fall prey to this kind of scam? Most romance scams start with fake profiles online, dating sites created by stealing photos and text from real accounts or elsewhere. Scammers often claim to be in the military or working overseas to explain why they can't meet you in person. Over a short period of time, the scammer builds a fake relationship with you, exchanging photos and romantic messages, even talking on the phone or through a webcam. Well, Linda, I I know couples that have met through uh, some of these uh, online sites, and they're very happy. So what are the tip-offs that Romeo might not be genuine? Too hot to be true. Scammers offering up good-looking photos and tales of financial success is a tip. Be honest with yourself about who would be genuinely interested in you. If they seem too perfect, your alarm bell should ring. As well, they will try very quickly to get you to move to communicating through email, messenger, or phone. And once they are talking by email or messenger or even over the phone, they will very quickly start talking about a future, about love, and how they have never felt this way before. And then they talk about trust. And that is the first step towards asking for money. There are a number of other tip-offs like flowery language, hard luck stories. They avoid meeting you in person. But once they ask for money, that is the big red flag. Well, we hope that people catch on before they lose money. Uh, How should they protect themselves, Linda? Never send money or personal information that can be used for identity theft to someone you've never met in person. Never give someone your credit card information to book a ticket to visit you. Cut off contact if someone starts asking you for information like credit card number, bank, or government ID numbers. Ask specific questions about details given in a profile. A scammer may stumble over remembering details or making a story fit. Do your research. Many scammers steal photos from the web to use in their profiles. 
you can do a reverse image lookup using a website like tineye.com or images.google.com to see if the photos on a profile are uh, stolen from someone else. You can also search online for a profile name, email, or phone number to see what adds up and what doesn't. Well, Linda, we don't want to put a damper on Valentine's Day coming up next week, but at the same time, we want to make sure that people are aware. You can read more details on the BBB website. And remember to check the BBB scam tracker regularly to see what scams are active in our area, as well as what's happening across Canada and across North America. And it's always really interesting to see how that pattern shows up on the maps. Well, Linda, that's just about all of our time for Ask BBB this week. People can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. And if you're out there and you have uh, guest suggestions, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And if you are interested in becoming a Better Business Bureau accredited business, call us or go online to bbb.org backslash western hyphen Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. And thanks for listening this morning. Remember, you can hear past episodes of Ask BBB. Visit the Global News Radio CFPL AM 980 website and click through the programs to find Ask BBB. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember... Ask BBB. And start with trust.